so, uh, Susanna, thank you so much for being here. It's thank you for having me. It's really uh, kind of you to come up. Susanna lives in Devon, so um, you know, she's come a long way to be here uh, today. And I asked Susanna to come because Susanna has developed something which is called the One Retreat. So tell us about the One Retreat, Susanna. So One Retreat is a guided weekend away in Devon, where we live, on the North Devon coast, or, um, a, or a day in London, at the moment that's in Shoreditch, and it's with the one that you love, and um, we, can, we kind of describe ourselves as an MOT for your relationship. An MOT for your relationship. So, uh, an MOT for what kind of relationship? Well, we, um, we say all relationships. So, um, relationships for who, whoever you are, wherever you're at. So, we welcome all couples, whether you're um, living together, whether you're married, or just before you get married, whether you've been married for donkey's years, whether you are happy in your relationship, whether you're unhappy whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, whether you um, are committed and loving it or actually really struggling with your commitment, um, we kind of welcome ev everyone. And you went off, uh, you did a, a training course, didn't you, in, in um, what was it, uh, in intensive course in sex therapy. <laughs> like, who does an intensive course in sex therapy? <laughs> Can we all get on it? It's <laughs> like... <laughs> I put that in my notes. I didn't know you were yeah, going to bring yeah, it up no, now. Well, <laughs> well, why did you write it down? I, I, I kind of, you know, somebody like me, I kind of went, wow, you know, you can do an intensive course in sex therapy. And you got on this course. I, I did. Um, so I, I signed up to do a lot of courses when I got the idea that I wanted to do this. And, um, and this was the only faith-based course that I did. Um, and um, as part of that, we looked at... Um, sexuality um, it was across a few weekends so this one weekend we looked at sexuality and they talked about that and then the next day they talked about homosexuality and I was just really confused as to why they were separate subjects I didn't get it and um, a few other things happened and I, I and was said about that and I kind of realized that actually there was this desperate need to heal the hurts that this sort of teaching causes people um, and I wanted to do something to kind of react to that I suppose. So why, why did you, of all things, um, why did you choose to get involved in this area of work in the first place? So um, I, I'm the daughter of a Baptist minister, and um, so I kind of knew God from the womb, really. And I think as I grew, I learned that, um, that God invites us into this beautiful, uncomplicated, unconditional, loving relationship with him. And he also, I learned that he asks us to, um, you know, to love our neighbor, whoever that may be. And he also tells us that, as we've been talking about and hearing about, that we are all made in his image. And so, and I love also, I love the life of Jesus, and I take a lot of my sort of direction from Jesus' life, really. And Jesus hung out with everyone. There was never any issues there. And he also seemed to talk more about love than anything else. So I thought, well, we need to love. It's as simple as that. And, and so you've, you started the course down in Devon. That, tell us a bit about that and how that works. Okay, so essentially the content in Devon is the same as the content in London. It's just in Devon we throw some 
see activities and walking things and stuff in there as well. So we, we, we take three things. So we look at your personality profile. And I think this is really important because actually often we've done a personality profile in a work setting, but then you can often go home and the minute that front door's closed and you're in sort of in your house with probably the most important relationship in your life, we can often forget what we've learned about ourselves and we can resort to old scripts. And um, Ruth, who's a great friend of ours, who's um, here as well, she does that part of our, of our day and she... Um, her profile is so fantastic. We've used her at home with and with a couple of businesses that we run. And it was so transformative, not just with our working relationships, but also with our married relationships, that I just knew we had to have Ruth come, come and do that. And it's just really helpful, I think, in terms of un re-understanding how your partner's wired, um, rather than this continual, I wish they were more like this. Actually, if we go back to the beginning and just relearn, oh, this is how you are wired, so therefore, why am I expecting you to be this? Let's celebrate who you are with, with, um, with the way that you are made. So that's why we do that. So we also look at um, our values. So um, everything about our lives in Devon is, is based around our value set. So every business that we run or every decision we make in terms of our lives are based on our core values and both for our our life our marriage our um and one retreat this has been really really essential i think in um making decisions and staying feeling like we're being fully fulfilled in that so we do a section on your values we look at what values you hold on your own as individuals because that's really important and what values you you share together and then we look at how you can um, celebrate that in your daily lives together and we also look at your desire which is really important and how to kind of maintain that um, for the long term that's really good now in in a little bit there's going to be a chance to ask uh, Susanna some uh, questions so as she's talking frame your question and then I think Danielle's going to rush around with a microphone or perhaps Anna I'm not sure and so there's a, a chance to ask uh, questions it, it strikes me um, uh, Susanna, that there, there are loads of people who are trying to get into relationships and then get into relationships and then find them to be not what they expected and then spend a lot of time struggling with the relationship or even wanting to get out of it. And then there are lots of other people who are scared of relationships. So even though we kind of all buy the fact that we're best off in relationship. We struggle with it. We're scared of it. Mm. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I, I really relate to that because I was absolutely terrified of commitment. Um, and um, for years, you know, if anyone got too close or thought too highly of me or our relationship, then I would slightly freak out and have to end it. Um, and it was only after one person stuck. And um, despite me dumping him twice um <laughs> is that that bloke over there <laughs> <laughs> and even when he asked to marry me i fled the restaurant for 20 minutes and hyperventilated in the toilet um <laughs> and it took me about six months to stop shaking so yeah so i really get the struggle with commitment and i think um why was that then i actually don't know where the fear came from i've got no idea but it, oh no! I, well, I, well, I've got a clue in that. Um, 
when I was raised, I, my mum's here, um, you know, that actually I was taught that um, sex was to be shared with one person for the rest of your life. And, um, and actually, that started this huge curiosity in me of questions of, like, how do you know if it's the one? How do you... Um, ha what happens if you have, like, a major argument and actually you can't just leave and, you know, finish it and find someone else? Um, you know, what happens if, if my partner develops a facial disfigurement and I have to still be attracted to him? What, what happens then? <laughs> yeah. um, you know... Have you yeah. How have you so coped? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, so... Um, so actually, I, I've, I'm on this eternal search for questions as to how to make my own relationship last, you know, and be committed and last for a lifetime. And so that really is my massive curiosity that is never sort of um, quenched, that is why I started One Retreat, because I found things that really helped me, and then I thought, oh, that would be good for helping others. So I really, do, I really do get the fear of commitment, and I really do get all the questions over how do we actually do this and I think particularly at the moment we're living in a world where com where actually commitment we're told is just not important it doesn't really matter and I fundamentally want to fight against that because I think it's really important and for me it's been a really releasing freeing thing I had this notion that when I said my vows it would feel like I was climbing into a cage and actually, when I said my vows, I felt like I was walking out of one. And I really want to share that with others and sort of say it's, it's all right, you know, on the other side. <laughs> so how long have you been married now? 17 years. 17 years. And, and that's, a, that's a great metaphor. Like, it, you'd felt before that getting married would be climbing into a cage, but it felt on the day like you were getting out of a cage. It did. And you're being liberated. Yeah. Has that stuck with you, or does it waver one way or the other? About the liberation yeah. thing? Yeah, do you sometimes feel you're back in a cage? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really honest. This is really hard. Um, um, no, I've never felt like I've gone back into a cage. I think every relationship has its testing times, and I think that that's just part and parcel of being committed but I think um, so we live with another family as well where we live in Devon and um, when we moved in with them it was a little bit like we live in separate apartments but within the same house and it felt a bit like we're doing the first year of marriage all over again but actually what I've learned through my marriage but also through living with this other couple is that actually when the hard times hit they can feel really awful when you're in them but if you're committed and you work and you know that you're committed, so it's like, I'm not going anywhere, so we're going to have to resolve this, and you work it through together, actually you come out the other side so much stronger. And actually, I have to say the same about desire as well. So, um, so sometimes... <laughs> oh, some, none of this is planned. Uh, sometimes you can, you know, actually lose the desire um, for a while, but if you stick with it, it always comes back. And when it comes back, it's much stronger than it ever was before, I find. <laughs> there you go. That's good advice, isn't it? Um, uh, so I'd like to ask you a little bit about the, um, what you said about the LGBT community. I know that you're keen to say this isn't about LGBT or anything else. It's just about strong relationships, isn't it? Yes, and that's the thing, because... 
I deliberately haven't used the word inclusive on our website, or I don't go around saying to people, oh, you know, oh, we're for the LGBT community too, because actually that makes it a thing, like that's a separate thing, but we tagged it on. Actually, it's for all of us, so it shouldn't really matter what community group or sexuality you subscribe to. It's just about your relationship, and it's about making your relationship the best it can be. So... Yeah, so we kind of play it down, really, because we are for everyone, and it shouldn't be waved on a flag. It should just be normal. Um, so now you do this event in London. In actual fact, there was a, um, there's a couple who's part of the church uh, here that um, Susanna uh, said to me that, you know, I sh uh, she was willing to give a gift to, the, to our church of um, a weekend for a couple, and there's a couple who are part of our church who, who went on the weekend and thought it was, uh, well, the day that you do in London, Saturday, and, and just thought it was fantastic. So tell us about the day version here in London and what you would get out of it if you were a couple thinking about your future together in any way. Well, in a way, it's what I said about we look at your personality profile, we get that to you to do that before you come so that you already have your results, but then we explore them in more depth with you. Um, and we do a game around your values, so that's um, that we've we've um, made ourselves and um, designed. And then we do, and then we talk about desire as well. And we we kind of, although we lead from the front to to a group, actually all your conversations are in complete privacy. Um, and we're there if you need any of us, well, the three of us that that run it. But um, equally, we're not there if you just want to chat, uh, you know, with yourselves. Um, and we really hope, um, our hope for you is that, that you'll leave with kind of a sense of um, a good foundation. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, like we say in MOT, it's like you've, you've really explored where you're at now and you've really got a sense of hope and purpose for where you're heading to. So I'd like to ask you now, are there questions that you'd like to ask uh, Susanna? So um, if, if there are, just stick up your hand and... Um, it takes someone bold and brave to, to go first. But um, there's, a, there's a question. Paul's got one up here. And is there any, anybody else? There's two. <laughs> one from Susanna's mum. No, <laughs> oh, your auntie. All oh, right. Where's Susanna's mum then? Ah, right. <laughs> uh, Su Susie, I wanted to ask... Um, would you say the course is applicable to people who would say they have either no faith or um, they wouldn't call themselves uh, committed Christians or Christians? Or would it have the sort of, uh, can I call it cringe factor that some Christian-based courses would have? How would it relate to people outside the church and how would they feel, you know, at the end of the day? That's a really good question. I meant to cover that. Um, so, although the three of us that run it subscribe to a Christian faith, there is, ab and we kind of show our values and our Christianity through the content of what we do and the reason why we do it, but there is absolutely no discussion about Christianity and no jargon or reference to the Bible or anything at all on our day, and we really um, wanted that to be an important factor. So I was um, a wedding planner for um, about eight years, and I saw over 80 couples who um, were going to get married th with a civil ceremony, and um, almost all of them had never heard of pre-marriage prep, 
And so I saw it as my role to kind of try and encourage them to go to something before they, you know, spent £15,000 at least on their wedding day in order to prepare them for the rest of their married life together. But actually it was such an alien concept. And so, and the only places I could really find for them to do it were churches. So I'd say, oh, you know, have you thought about church near you and going to the, you know, marriage course or something? Um, or pre-marriage prep and actually it, it did just feel a bit odd that they would walk into a church to do that and it, and it felt so removed from their daily lives and so that's partly as well um, why I wanted to do something different because actually we need to take away that that's Christian's cringe factor and actually w one of my best bits of feedback I had from my London day was there is zero cringe factor and that's really important to me <laughs> so yeah thanks for asking that Paul. Hi. It's been absolutely super hearing a lot more about One Retreat. Um, what I wanted to ask you is, through doing it, have you learned anything about yourself and about your relationship? Um, I think probably the lessons I learned were before I set up One Retreat, and that's why I set it up. Because um, especially with the values... You know, every part of our day has been thought about, which have been the key things that have helped me in my relationships. So with the values thing, Ruth, um, Rich, who lives with us, who designed the values game and who teaches on that, he, he's been a really pivotal part of our community in Devon because he has really um, brought the concept of values in and, and is almost like the gatekeeper to often what decisions we make um, over whether it sense checks with our values or not. Um, and I think that's really helped our marriage because we feel really fulfilled individually. So that helps us together. And, um, and I think with the personality profile, um, Ruth initially, um, I think we initially did it through a business setting. And actually it had that sort of knock-on effect to our marriage relationships because we did it as married couples that was so profound that I'd already sort of understood that which is before the retreat but yeah thanks other questions I've got one all right yeah I, I I've got a question oh I know but uh, Jim up here's got one first which is more important hi I was just wondering what personality profile you use it's called the Path Elements Profile, and um, it's kind of the four elements of water, earth, wind, and fire. But it's, it's just really great. We had a few, um, what are they called, you know, like professional coaches. Weirdly, we had about five of them on our last retreat. And, um, and their feedback was, oh, we sort of rolled our eyes when we read personality profile. You know, we've worked with all of this. But actually, they said it was a really good one, and they found it really effective um, and very simple to understand, so therefore very easy to use, you know, in your, um, you know, very quick to pick up. Uh, can, I, can I ask you a question? Um, and it's, it's simply, you know, that uh, here we are as a, as a community, and we find relationship in the community. In fact, you know, the, the relationships that, that many people who are part of this community have are incredibly deep, and... And, but not everyone is in a sexual relationship with someone else. Not everyone's married. And I guess it's not even any, everyone's desire to be in that relationship. So how, how, do you, how do you 
talk about all of that when it strikes me that in so many churches there's this, you know, once you reach the age of 25 or 26, you're kind of marrying age and everybody's trying to marry you off quickly. And that has led to a lot of damage in a lot of people's lives, hasn't it? Well, so, so how, do we, how, do we create, how do we create churches that have a really, that talk about marriage and relationships, as we're doing this morning, without creating a culture that kind of says, if you're not in one of these relationships, you're somehow lacking something? Yeah, I think that's a real sadness that that happens, but I... I I don't know if I can answer that one particularly, Steve. I mean, you're talking about relationships that aren't sexual relationships. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's my belief that every relationship is important. I think we're made to be in relationship. You know, my mum has banged on all my life about the importance of relationships, the point where I've made her an apron with I heart relationships. Um, you know, I do. relationships are so important, and it's not, it's not a hierarchy of if you're married, you know, you're particularly you know, higher up the ladder. Um, and I think, there's, I think there's an awful lot of damage that's been done around relationships, um, particularly in church settings, which is really unfortunate. Um, but I think that it's time we just sort of moved away from that and celebrated who we were as individuals. And when you're together as a couple, you can be two fantastic individuals as a couple. Um, and that's kind of what we believe, really. And one last question from me, and um, uh, it, it's simply this, you know, it, in, in society now, as many people choose to live together as, the, as people choose to get married, and of course, people join church communities like that, and that's where they are in their relationship. Often, one person in that relationship wants to get married, and the other person isn't, isn't sure, or they're both not sure, or they're on a, a journey. The church has frowned upon people who aren't married. Um, and it see, always seems to me you're caught betwixt and between because the more stable a relationship is and the more committed it is, the more joy it's going to bring. But not everyone's there. So how do you go about talking about that? Yeah, I'm really aware of this because um, in um, today there are 1.26 million people that cohabit um, as couples and in 2006 there were 954,000 and it's a massively growing um, thing and, um, and yet people who live together are four times more likely to break up than people who are married and I just really feel like people who live together are a bit of a forgotten group because everything I read and all the surveys that come out about relationships, they all have the word married in the title. You know, even um, some of the courses that exist for couples tend to all have the word married in the title. And actually, couples who live together are really important too. Um, and I'm really passionate about making those relationships work as well. Um, and so we deliberately, you know, have again set this day up so that the tools that we have, you can adapt them in whatever circumstance you're in, you can adapt the tool to suit your relationship and to take it from where you're at. Um, and so, yes, very much about cohabiting couples, um, couples who are married or couples who, even couples who live separately, but they're committed. I think the key word is if you're committed, then we're the good place to come to. 
And I keep saying lastly, but this is lastly, you know, you described getting married as you, you said, well, I felt like it would be getting into a cage, but actually it's been a liberation for me. You know, I have friends who, who are married and their marriage is a cage. And um, they need to get out of that cage because they're in a relationship that's oppressive. Um, they're in a relationship where they're abused emotionally, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and once again, the church has, has kind of said, you know, once married, always married. And, you know, I, I, I heard someone the other day saying, God hates divorce. I always think it's the process of the breakdown of a relationship that God hates. That's the divorce. The certificate is just, well, is sometimes a liberation, isn't it? So, so does, does what you've got to say address people who actually are trying to get out of a relationship to find themselves rather than get into one? I think what I would say to that is that I think, you know, I tend to caveat all my love of marriage with marriage can be a really oppressive institution and it can be abusive and um, not great at times. Um, and so that is a really sad reality of the world we live in. So actually, I have no judgment over people who are divorced or separated. Um, you know, that's, that's their story. But what I'd like to say is that when you find a partner who is someone you do want to be committed with, who gives you life and who adds to you rather than takes anything away, then that is a really good thing to then bring that to our retreat, to then start work on that and get that right from the beginning. But there is no judgment or um, any issue with marriage or relationship breakdown because unfortunately it's not always great. I'm just quite lucky, I think, in mine, but it's not always great. And I'm very aware of that. Susanna, thank you uh, very much indeed. Give Susanna a round of applause. I think um, I think everybody's applauding because they're hearing that you're talking about relationships honestly, and I think that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that, do you know, you would have all heard, wouldn't, wouldn't you, that obviously this harps right back to what I was saying at the start of this, that to be in relationship is a wonderful thing. To be in the wrong relationship is a crippling thing. And there's no sense in which Oasis Church in Waterloo believes for one nanosecond that anyone should ever be trapped in a relationship where they are dehumanized in any way. And um, I think that's why I was so keen that uh, Su Susanna came to speak, because I think you hear that loud and clear. A commitment to relationship, an understanding that we're a diverse community, uh, but a commitment to finding real help. So if we, uh, I know you've got these postcards here, which is what I sent you off, off to get. So these are going to be uh, by, by where the coffee's uh, served afterwards, just before you recycle your coffee cup. You can pick up one of these. So Susanna, tell us about when's the next... Uh, day happen here in London? Um, so the next day is October the 7th um, in Shoreditch and then um, the next weekend in Devon is next June actually now. So it's a bit of a wait but um, you know getting quick if you want to come. <laughs> yeah. And what's the card? Oh the card is just basically to give you a bit more information. It's a brief summary of what it is and my details and our website so do go and 
have a look at the website and learn a bit more and see if it's something that might interest you. One last request from me. Would you pray for us all? Oh, God. <laughs> There's a responsibility. Yeah.